0: My name's Karen, and I love snarky t-shirts. My name's Jenna,
1: and I love Selena. Okay, my name is Stephanie, and I love the song You Suck by Emily Bear.
2: I'm Jean and I love puppies. Welcome to Working Folk Podcast, where we talk about work, life, and everything in between.
0: So, are you recording? I am. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's on, it's happening. And we are talking about being big, fat quitters. We're quitters. <laughs> Jean's got a jingle for everything. I've got a
1: jingle for everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: love it. Yeah. Will you just follow me around and jingle my life?
0: I would love to do that for you. Yes. Oh, here's my signal. When you're being annoying, I'm going to do this. <laughs> to and you. we're going to be like,
2: oh my God, Karen's being annoying too. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh.
0: Yeah, no, we're going to talk about quitting a job. How to how to quit a job? What are some stories? I don't know. We're not telling you what to do. We're just going to talk about do quitting Do we jobs. love telling people what to do? Obviously. But uh, you don't
2: ever have to do it, so that's a fun thing about listening to us. You can laugh and turn it off.
0: <laughs> no, don't turn it off. <laughs> don't turn no. it off. Turn it off when it's over. Wrong. Don't listen
3: <laughs> to Jean. Bad <laughs> advice. I heard a thing this week that if we did get universal health care, the amount of people that would leave their jobs would be astounding. Oh. Because mm-hmm. they're only there for the benefits.
1: Yeah. I think it's really... But maybe
0: more people would live their dreams yes. that way. Become maybe, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Start their own
1: small business. Yes. and it's restaurants? Expensive. Bring me all the restaurants. Yes. Start your own restaurant
3: so you yep. can eat
1: all the food. Mm-hmm. I
3: have a little palatero, which is like my little ice creams I sell. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, could you imagine yes. that's all you need to do is like walk around with your little paletas? yeah, oh, some ice it. cream. I'd buy your ice cream. I'd run after your cart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't run for a damn thing, but I would buy your ice cream. <laughs> I'd run for it. I'm like, why am I running? Like, what if the worst <laughs> I just picture, like, when the,
2: um, <laughs> when the ice cream man comes through the neighborhood and you hear it and you're like, oh my God, I gotta get the ice cream man. And like mm-hmm. all the kids go out and run towards the sound.
3: Yeah. But have you ever run away from a job? Just quit. Bye. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, Sure have. I'm sure all of us have quit
2: (laughs) a jobs
1: or many jobs over the years. Mm
3: -hmm. So.
2: Any
1: good stories? (laughs) Tell me the good stories. I was serving Mm. at a mm, big chain restaurant and my friend was the manager. Was it TGI
0: Fridays? No, but really close. I miss that place, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's one in Nampo still maybe, but damn.
1: Yeah. I was serving and my friend was the manager and... It was in the summer and Tyler and I were walking downtown with some of our friends and we were like drinking beers and doing like the young mid-twenties thing. And I was like, guys, I don't really want to go to work today. And I have to work tonight. And they're like, just quit. And I was like, okay. So I called my manager and I just quit my job.
0: Wow. (laughs) And I just (laughs)
1: continued on the route. Like didn't show up. Was a no show. Looking back on that. Oh, that was a dick thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the dickiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> but I called my manager, who was my friend, and I was like, hey, I think I'm just done. Like, you know, I am want to quit. He was like, well, okay, you don't have to show up for work today. And I was like, sweet. Okay.
0: Did Almost he not realize you were quitting for real? Or did he? Did no, he, he knew I was quitting for oh, real.
1: Maybe when
0: you're
2: in that industry, it just happens a lot. So mm. it's not shocking. Yeah. Or maybe you were a shit employee, Steph.
1: (laughs) Well, um, I went from serving at Old Chicago where you got a lot more tables at a time to a major chain restaurant where the max tables that I had was like three at a time. So I made almost no money. And I mean, come on, someone can serve six tables at a time. That's not hard. So I feel like my shift could have easily been taken like give one of my tables to each of the servers and done. So you knew you weren't leaving them high and dry. Yeah. And it was like a Tuesday night.
0: Well, that's a nice way to be a dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Don't recommend doing that.
0: (laughs) I did my most formal ever quitting of a job actually very recently. And it wasn't even a job. It was a contracting like vendor. I was a vendor for a company. Every job I've ever had before, I quit more like, well, I wasn't a dick, but more un- informal like that where it was just like a phone call or like on shift and be like, hey, I'm putting my two weeks in. I'm, I can't do this job anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I actually like wrote an formal like email to this company and was like, I am not going to be able to do this for you anymore. And like, I was pretty proud of it. It was mm-hmm like three sentences long but it was very to the point and i didn't i was i'm very much i don't know if you can tell but um i i talk a lot i tell stories i, I give reasons uh, uh, lots I'm of things just staring at you over ex- look of over Explain. yeah uh, over explain mm-hmm. everything so i had in there like i can't do this because i got this new job and da, 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 and then i was like ah they don't need to know that Like Mm -hmm. true. I'm just going to tell him I'm not going to do it anymore. So Mm -hmm. true. And that all, it was basically like, I can't do this anymore. I appreciate what I've learned on this job. I'll help out through the end of the month to help you while you find a replacement. Thanks. Bye.
1: And I was really proud of myself. Good job, Karen. I'm really proud. I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. I just quit a job as well. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: uh, my last almost day, almost at the exact same time. Yeah, <laughs> almost
1: the exact same time. My official last day is.
0: It'll have already happened. Yep, it by will the time already this happen. Ha- records. So. Um,
1: but I was really emotional about it because mm. I loved what I do and where I worked. Mm. Did you have any emotion when you quit?
0: I had some emotions, Maybe but some not those different <laughs> same ones. ones. Uh-huh. Sweet relief. Yeah, definitely some. Some glad taking to that a off your plate, weight off the shoulders. Mm-hmm. It was I was nervous because to me, so Enneagram nine, um what's my Myers Briggs Naki would know if she were sitting here. INFP. INFP. Thank just like you. me. Yeah. I don't like conflict, confrontation, anything that feels like that. And even though it's just business, and like they can find a replacement, and it's not personal. It feels that way, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I definitely had like a nervous, like, oh, they're gonna be mad at me. I think that's kind normal of feeling. for
2: everyone. I don't think anyone. Likes that confrontation. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone's like, I'm comfortable with quitting a job. Like, maybe they have no respect for the people they worked with, so they feel comfortable with it. But it's always, it's an awkward time. It's a stressful thing to do. You have to like yeah. talk yourself into it. You have to pe- pump yourself, pump yourself up. Um, so that seems like like very normal feelings to have about all of that.
1: I didn't have conflict on them being mad at me because I knew that they would understand. But I felt like I was letting them down like I was disappointing them which I feel like anger and disappointment are totally different and I walked in and I just pictured like my dad being like I'm not mad I'm just disappointed <laughs> and I was had that feeling of oh my gosh cuz they invested so much into me and they like really poured into me and my career and my family and they when I was in the hospital they like sent me a a gift card for Uber Eats or whatever, one of the delivery food places. And, like, they cared. And I was like, shoot, now I have to let you guys down and, like, possibly make you sad. And I hate that.
0: Yeah, that's definitely because of the relationship you had with them, for yeah. sure. I think there's plenty of people that don't have any problem quitting mm-hmm. because it's not that kind of personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's... um it's definitely more just a business transaction, and just to like, hey, I'm moving good. On. I'm moving on. You guys are gonna be good. I know you got this. Like, bye, thanks. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's like super emotional, or you know, for everyone. I mean, I think yeah, I'm not alone in feeling nervous about it, but I don't think it's everybody that feels that way. I think it's definitely like, I think it depends on circumstances and why you're leaving. Mm-hmm. I think there's some people where, you know, you're leaving on good terms like you I mean Stephanie you had Mm -hmm. good you had a good relationship with those people your emotions were different because of how much you all cared about each other Mm -hmm. yeah and there's a lot of jobs that you know you you've done a great job and you're doing you know you're a good employee and they're a good boss and you know but you don't necessarily have that personal connection connection (laughs) um and so quitting is more just like, yeah, I'm moving on. Like I I'm, have done my time at this place and now it's time to, you know, try something different or move to a different level or, you know, mm-hmm. into a different type, different place in the industry or whatever. Um, but like mine was, I think for my circumstances, my emotions were different because it wasn't a good relationship it wasn't just to go do the job, everybody is fine, and now I'm just moving on. There was, on my end at least, a lot more like things that were kind of not healthy. You're ready for it to be done. Yeah, and but that. I also didn't really, because I don't like <laughs> that kind of feeling of confrontation or conflict, I didn't necessarily want to tell them about that like I didn't really want to be like yeah mm-hmm. you guys did this to me right and these, you, are the these are the ways you could make this not suck that, for the like, next person yeah
2: <laughs> it like, wasn't
0: worth it for you to do that I don't know if it's all in my head if I was just being overly sensitive to things mm-hmm. and if they you know don't ask then I'm not gonna make a big deal about it mm-hmm. but like it and wasn't you did a good present. job of
2: making it like really professional and clean cut and it was easier to do that because you didn't have that like Desire to keep close relationships.
0: Yeah. Like I want to have a professional relationship because if I need a reference down the road or Mm -hmm. something like, sure, I want to be able to say like, yeah, you can talk to these people. I Mm -hmm. worked, you know, in different capacities for them for a couple of years, but I also, yeah, like we're not going to be friends. Yeah.
1: I'll be friends with my boss. I texted him this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And he texted back, I already saw this.
2: (laughs) It's so, it is so, there's so many dynamics, right? There's your personality, there's the Mm -hmm. business you're working for, there's your role. Even whether you're an employee or a contractor, there's so many different dynamics, but there's like a similar thread in that it's a huge change. Like Mm -hmm. your life is going to change dramatically when you're quitting, whether it's, making more money at a new job or not having an income for a little while, like whatever's happening, it's an intense time in life. Right. That's why it's like something we can all remember doing. It's like, it's not like one of those things. Oh, I don't remember if I've ever quit. We'll remember if we've quit. Like we all have that. Like this was a big deal at the time in my life. So, um, yeah, I just like think you'll look back and be like, Oh, remember when I quit that job? I did that. Well, (laughs) that was good. I'm glad I went
1: about it that way. Yeah. I quit, I almost quit a job and I had my like letter of res, recog- not letter of recognition. <laughs> <laughs> recognize how great I, I am. I recognize how I am. You're welcome. <laughs> my letter of resignation ready to go and I walked in in the morning and they, I didn't know this, but the company was having layoffs and I was the most recently hired person. And so they called me into the office and I literally had my letter of res- resignation, like in an envelope in my purse. And they're like, we're letting you go because of this. Oh. Like you're a great employee. Here's two weeks of severance. And I was like, <laughs> <gasps> boom. All right. <laughs> Thank <Thanks>. you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're all a uh, fake a Fake a tear."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That was lucky. That's but amazing. It, I know. But that's know. a
3: great time that's like that's like the universal aligning in your favor yeah. and the, the universe
1: saying like you're making the right decision Yeah,
3: right that's amazing uh,
1: yeah. we were gonna choose it for you if you
2: didn't
3: so well done <laughs> <No>. <laughs> although at that point you're like but but
2: there
1: was like a like conflict. You're like, but I, did but you I really? was rejecting
2: you. You're not right. rejecting me. It's like a breakup. Yeah, right?
1: it is like not no, a breakup. No. I wanted that free money. Yes, totally. I knew
0: mean, <laughs> that worked true. out well. You don't get paid when you have a breakup.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Oh my gosh. It is. It's good to leave on good terms. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to leave on good terms, mm-hmm. especially when you had conflict. You know, especially when there was mm-hmm. a. Um, uh, your morals don't line up with theirs Mm -hmm. you know you didn't have the same value in the company as -hmm. they did and it's really i've i left one teaching job in the valley here and i just wanted to flip everybody off the adults not the children
1: (laughs) and be like you need to get it together and then i have a question about that yeah did they have an exit interview for you and did you mm-hmm. talk about this in the exit interview? Yeah we did
3: because mm-hmm. um, it's a huge it was a huge company mm-hmm. um, yeah I did and I wish I were more honest but I just I just wanted the conversation to be done and I just wanted to move on and not think about them for one more minute mm-hmm. and I think looking back I wish I would have said, the absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes right in the year, when you're in the middle of something, mm-hmm. you don't really see all the things until later you, yep. s- you go, Oh my gosh, That's that was so toxic. I didn't even think about yeah. like what was going on with this element. Yep. And so um, it's hard to have a good exit interview, especially when you're, you know, you're still feeling very raw from all the emotions of, mm-hmm. of just leaving a job. And, you know, for me leaving a job, um, as an, as a, like a professional an educator, I, there's always a mixed bag of emotions. I love the kids so much, but I, and I loved a few of my coworkers, but I did not miss the toxicity of the environment. So mm-hmm. it felt like, you know, it felt like a really big, complicated bag of grief mm-hmm. I had to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: when I was managing a business, um, I, I had never had an exit interview at anywhere I'd worked, but I heard about them and I was like, man, as a business manager, I want to know why my staff leaves, especially staff that are at, uh, in locations where I'm not around as much because a couple of our locations were in my city and then a couple of our locations were in other cities. And so I just was like, man, I really want to have a way Because I would sometimes have employees call me after they quit to tell me why they were quitting, to tell me the problems that they were having with their managers. And that was usually because I had a relationship with them from when I did stop by. But I wanted the staff that I didn't have a relationship with to still feel like they had a voice when they left and know that I cared that things ran well. So I want them to know that even when you leave, I care. So when I created our manual, um, I put the last page as an exit questionnaire with it. Um, address where they could send it to and when they when the manager who knows if this actually happened but it didn't (laughs) when the manager was training I don't think you worked there yet when we had that um okay was it before or after I left I'm sure it was after you left because we had a um we didn't have the training manual when you were there no 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 this was well after you I don't I didn't make the training manual until Anyway, so no, <laughs> no, it did not exist when you worked there. Okay, <laughs> that was good. it was something I completely created. <laughs> um, so the manager, when they did the hiring process, I had a list of the things they were supposed to check off and make sure they taught all the new employees. And one of them was flip to the back page and let them know that this is here. Um, I only received a handful of them, but I did also sometimes get phone calls. But it was so good as upper management to be able to know what was happening when you're not there, you know. And I felt like it was, it was the least I could do to say, here's a tool for you to know that I want to know. So even in a small business where you don't have HR and you don't have the protocol of an exit interview, Mm -hmm. um, giving your employees a way to know that you care enough to make the place better because we all feel that when we leave, we're so um, just ready to move on or maybe it's not on good terms and, or maybe we're moving somewhere else and we've got a ton on our plate we don't really have the words to say right then. And one of the ones that I received back was like three months after the person quit and they were like, oh, I just remembered that this was in here and I wanted to let you know about this specific situation. And I was so grateful to know that from a former employee, you know? And the managers sometimes would be like, well, it's not fair. You're only hearing their side when I first presented the idea of putting this in the manual. And I was like, of course I'm gonna know that this is one side of the story. It's not like somebody's gonna send in an exit questionnaire and I'm gonna go fire a manager who's worked for us for 10 years, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was it's just important for employees to know they have a voice. So I think the idea of an exit interviewer or an exit questionnaire is just such a good idea for something to keep in your pocket if you're starting a business. Dude, that's fantastic. Business. Yeah.
0: That's I've never had an exit interview. And like even with this one that I recently quit as a as a vendor for like I was a contractor and then I worked there as an employee for like six months. And then COVID happened. I got furloughed with the idea that I would come back as an employee. Uh, and then like a few days later they were like, well, okay, we actually do need you to do the job, but we can't have you. We can't have you as an employee. We need to this budget, sounds blah, confusing. blah, blah. It was very confusing Ugh. and never made sense. Then there's a lot of things about the whole place that didn't make sense. But So I actually was back as a contractor ever since last April. Mm -hmm. So it's been like a full year um, of being a contractor. And I, the idea was that I was always going to come back as an employee. And so I never got, I don't know if they do exit interviews because the whole situation was so fucking weird Mm -hmm. to begin with (laughs) that it's like, I, I don't know if I would have gotten one. Yeah. But I love the idea of like a questionnaire because I am a person who gets super emo, like, I cry with every strong emotion. Me too. So even if it's not sadness, I cry. Mm -hmm. And if I get put into a conversation that makes me like uncomfortable, there's a squirrel fight happening <laughs> on the roof on of the the pot pot right There's now. lots of We all just got super distracted because holy shit, that was there was a insane. squirrel
2: murder. There was like squirrel UFC
0: happening <laughs> on top of the roof of the pod shed. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, what was I say? You're talking Emotions. about shit emotional. Oh yeah. So like I don't love the idea of an exit interview because I feel like no matter what, no matter how I was feeling, I would cry. And I know that crying is a valid thing. But you hate doing it. But I don't like doing it, especially when it's in a professional setting. Like, I just want to be able to, like, control my emotions enough to make my point. And so I don't think I would have liked to have had an exit interview. Because even when I got furloughed, like, even when I got furloughed and the concept was that I was coming back, I, like, was, like, desperately trying to hold it in until she let me, like, leave the office. And, like, I... Bolted out of the building and like started crying as soon as I got in my car. And that one was sad because it was like, oh shit, like what's happening? There's have, a like, pandemic, there's and the pandemic and I just and I, got, I don't have a job and how do I make what a does jeep furlough payment? Mean? And yeah, what does furlough even fucking mean? And like mm-hmm. ah, so like I just did not want to cry in front of this person. <laughs> yeah, and so I love the idea of like if they actually asked, but I also. Because I'm a scaredy cat, I don't love the idea of putting stuff in writing either. <laughs> you could have even left it anonymous, though. <laughs> well, they would have absolutely known. But yeah, like putting it in writing makes it like permanent, permanent, mm-hmm. and like I don't yeah, know. because that's why I made my email so like brief and to the mm-hmm. point. Because it was like I could say this, mm-hmm. this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and these are all the reasons why I can't. I mean, all I said was I can't. I'm unable to continue doing this. I didn't say why because I have thirty-four reasons and most of them have to do with reasons why you guys suck. (laughs) Well, there's two like main reasons you would actually fill out this letter and
2: send it back. One, you're pissed about how you were treated and you want uh, justice (laughs) Mm -hmm. for the situation, or some kind of uh, you know you want to be able to say your piece and be heard. And the other would be you care about the business and you want it to be better in the future, so you want. People to know what was going on that you didn't like, or and I don't think it's it necessarily
1: you care about the business, you care about your employee, like your fellow peers, employees
2: that could be it too. Because, but like, that things should change, and I want them to change, so I'm gonna send this, mm-hmm. like, even if it's not this manager sucked, which is some oftentimes why people leave a business, but even if it's just like the way this process worked didn't work and I hated it, and you guys wouldn't change it while I was there, and that's an issue. You know, like you can help, and that reminds me of when Jenna was talking about this exit interview. Like later on, you can think of like, oh, these are the things that would actually make that a way better mm-hmm. situation. And then if you had any kind of investment to take the time and say, you know, even f- coworkers who are still there, mm-hmm. and you can advocate for them afterwards, you know, yeah. but it's so hard when you're in that situation, first of all, you either think words aren't going to come to you or you're like, this is already so awkward. I'm not going to say something else to make this more awkward. I just want out.
3: I know, I so, yeah. wish I had time to think, like to actually mm-hmm. be th- thoughtful about my answers, cuz sometimes I feel like in an interview, sometimes I can do my best if I like have like the right kind of elements already packed in there, mm-hmm. but if they're asking me a question that I haven't really been thinking about, I feel like I need a little bit more time to think about mm-hmm. before That's I have to really I say careful, something I'm going to
0: regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or
3: you're like, it just wasn't a full answer. Like I gave mm-hmm. you part of it, but I mm-hmm. should have added this, this, and this. That's not actually going to tell you what yeah. I really meant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had an exit interview when I left the financial institution and that whole thing I thought went really well, but now looking back on it, there's some things that I wish would have changed a little bit. Um, so when I left, I was pregnant with my second child, Quinn, and I decided to to quit work and stay at home, um, which obviously didn't last very long <laughs> that I stayed at home for a year and a half. Um, but I quit my job to stay at home because I was in management and I was working a lot and I was on call when other people were sick or when they couldn't come in or when they would quit with no notice. So I'd have to go in and work and... It just did not, the the schedule, nothing worked for how needy my kids were at the time, Mm -hmm. especially my daughter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I gave them six weeks notice. I gave them a lot of notice because I was in a management position and I wanted to help them through the training process so that whoever took my spot would be fully trained and ready and prepared to go to take my spot. And I could do whatever I could to help that person. I really tried to do everything I could to leave on a really good note. Um, But one thing that honestly was a a little bit frustrating for me was the pressure to make a decision Um, when I got pregnant with my second with Quinn um, I was asked if I'm going to stay at home or if I'm going to work still. And I don't know if they ask every person that when they're having a baby. And at first I was so internalized on that, that I didn't even realize that that was a big deal because it was something that I was questioning myself. And so if I'm questioning that, of course, everyone else is going to question that too, even though I hadn't talked to them about it. But, I was, like, looking back on it now, I'm really frustrated that that question was even asked. And it was asked multiple times until I gave my notice. Um, And if I were to go back and have an exit interview after instead of right away, like, when I actually quit, that's one thing I would bring up. So I really do think that a questionnaire to take home with you and fill out at a later time is an excellent idea. And then you can start seeing those patterns mm-hmm. and let people really honestly think about the questions that, that you're asking instead of on a web.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if you care enough, fill it out. And if not, no, rather than an yeah. exit interview, well, you're like, give me an answer now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but th- they might have their, uh, <laughs> their positives too. I just haven't ever experienced that positive mm-hmm. exit interview experience.
3: Yeah. Well, I knew the interview was coming. I just didn't know what the question they were going to ask. Mm. Yeah. And they asked a they asked a hard question. I remember at one point, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't want I didn't want to say something bad. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, in it's such an awkward place to be when you're just feeling complicated emotions with everything. So. I'm
2: wondering what the man perspective is like. Your stereotypical man are they like? I'll be honest about how I was feeling. Fuck you all. <laughs> is this like? Our caretaking thing where we're like, even though I'm disappointed in you and I don't want to work here anymore and I don't respect this situation, I'm still not going to tell you how bad you are.
1: <laughs> do you think that's... Tyler wouldn't say not to put words in his mouth or say what he would or wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> but I am not sure that he would express that as well. I don't think it's just women that yeah. think that that's awkward. And I think a lot of people are just like, Whatever. I'm on to the next thing. No big deal.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I think any other person than us four is going to have their own experience, Mm -hmm. but and it's hard not to like stereotype, but also like I'm still going to go back to personality type versus Mm -hmm. gender just because like there's absolutely some females I know that would be like very non-emotional about it and very just like. Yep, nope, this is why I'm leaving, and this is what you need to do to get better at it, and here's my feedback. Thank you very much. Goodbye. You could be like my mother-in-law, who freaking rock-starred out...
1: Uh, when she quit, she gave her boss two middle birds and walked out the building <laughs> no, like wow. uh, Wasn't boss. she a nurse? <laughs> no, she wasn't a nurse. She was oh. um, a housekeeper at a hospital. Oh, it's your sister-in-law that's a nurse. Yeah. Oh, confused that. But she was like. <laughs> but she was at a hospital. Yeah. Okay,
2: that makes sense that I figured you that up.
1: But she was like, yeah, if you guys, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> and oh, wash out. Bye. <laughs> yeah, and you know she was not gonna give an exit interview, and I doubt they wanted an exit <laughs> It's
0: like my absolute favorite. I've seen a couple TikToks of people that work at like um, big box stores where they have the overhead like <laughs> yes. thing, yes. and uh-huh. they like get on the the overhead thing and they just rail the company mm-hmm. and like give every reason why they're quitting, and then they're like, "All right," and that's me saying, "Fuck you, bye, <laughs> I quit," and then they walk out. <laughs> so- like, man, that'd be fun. It's I would so satisfying. never
3: do it, but it would be so fun. So satisfying <laughs> yeah. to watch that happen. Yeah.
2: So oh my gosh. The last job I quit, it was a very emotional situation. I'd been there for a very long time and had a lot of relationships. But just several days after I quit, I realized um, that I, at this point in my life, never want to have a job that I feel that upset about when I quit. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I learned more about me and what I need and what I want. And I was like, I never want to feel that. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I am out. I never want to feel that again. So it was like, I was making this choice to like, okay, that just happened. And I'm never putting myself in a situation where it's that bad again, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And it was like, There were so many little things and so many little things. And then one big thing happened that was the perfect time to say, fuck you, I'm out. Um, But it was just so disappointing. You know, it was just like, man, that I should have uh, learned how to get out of a situation much sooner so that it didn't turn into the situation that it was
0: Mm -hmm. where I
2: felt so committed that I had to keep trying and trying and trying and then finally when I let go it was like
0: fuck this <laughs> that's yeah. a really good point like when do you know when the right time to quit a job is mm-hmm. you know like well, it's how hard do because you... it's not just between you and the job
2: it's your life situation it's what uh, what is the economy like can you get another job what are what are your privileges right now mm-hmm. you know yeah. there's so many dynamics but yeah if it's feeling unhealthy talk to your friends about if you should quit your job or not
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to quit my job I mean I did obviously I did it I'm not gonna go in there and be like I quit oops I mean I didn't mean that <laughs> but I wasn't looking for a job um a, an opportunity was presented to me that I really honestly like could not pass up um and Tyler and I spent a long time and a lot of we've weighed the pros and cons. And I talked to a bunch of my friends about it. And um, some of some people that I work with professionally and I talked to them about it. And I did a lot of asking around. And it was still really hard making the decision, even though I knew everyone outside of me was excited about it and were encouraging me to do it. It was still really hard. Mm-hmm. And so if I didn't have that external sphere to lean on to help me through this i don't know if i would actually have done it i would have been too scared i I would have been chicken shit my situation
2: was similar i got off of a really horrible phone call with my boss and my husband had happened to be like walking into the room and he overheard my side of part of the conversation and i just looked at him like i cannot believe this just happened and he goes quit and i was like (gasps) oh I can do that. (laughs) Like it was like I needed someone else to validate how not okay it was because I mean I just get shit done. So I was like now now another huge problem happened. How do I deal with it? Instead of just think my first thought was not quit. My first thought was what the fuck? (laughs) You know, like how do I deal with this? And just having that really validating my partner saying like, this is I don't want you to be treated like this like Mm -hmm. it was so validating and so encouraging and I was like wow maybe I should and I think he was like well I thought she was never gonna quit that job (laughs) I think he kind of did this like double take like wait what you actually are listening to me and I was like I don't know but maybe and then I you know I slept on it and yeah and even though I was quitting in a very intensely emotional situation um I got my ducks in a row. I left the best way possible Um, because of how it went down. I didn't feel like they deserved two weeks because it was pretty horrible. Um, So I went in, I made sure that they had access to everything they needed access to. I changed all the passwords and gave them to the person who would be taking over and um, set up all the files, got everything set up. And then I quit and said, I'm done now. Here's all the information you need. I would be happy to help in any way if you need to find information that I had access to. And it was, even the person who I quit to was like, yeah, I get it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So So. I have a question for you guys. You said get your ducks in a row. What did you guys do to prepare for quitting? Like, what did you plan out? Did you plan out
0: anything? I got another Mm -hmm. job. I just, I had it lined up and actually had started before I even quit this one. This most recent Mm -hmm. situation was I knew I had bills I needed to pay and things I needed to take care of. And I was like, I can't, yes, I have my own business, but this time of year is tricky. And it's Mm -hmm. always like up and down with, um, being fully commissioned. I mean, basically commissioned, but Mm -hmm. fully self-employed is just freaking hard. And I've been doing it for 10 years and, I don't like the ups and downs and you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not super good at budgeting. So there are months that are great and awesome and I have like lots of income and then there's months where I have like zero income and I don't plan for those. (laughs) So I'm like, oh shit, ramen kids. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, So I had decided like, I just need to find a real job somewhere else and I did kind of it was not quite the same like I didn't get approached with another job but another job kind of mm-hmm. fell in my lap and I was like I'm gonna apply for this I have no idea what I'm doing but I'm gonna do it and I applied and I got it and I was like oh shit yeah okay guess I can say goodbye to this contract and so that's, that's well what I did
1: <laughs> and you guys have different uh, situations than I do because you guys are um Army, mili- like military, no, insurance through your spouse, through oh, the state. Yeah. okay, yeah, but not... So, okay. like, I don't have insurance through my husband. I'm the one that has insurance. So, when I was quitting, that's one thing that we talked about his insurance. And I looked at the health benefits and the 401k benefits before I committed to anything. Um, and so, Tyler and I sat down and I deal with the health insurance because to him, it's too many... too too many moving parts and it's part that I get because I have to because of my medical issues Um, but I went through the insurance package I went through the 401k Um, I asked about the new pay structure about paid time off I literally asked every single question about my new company um, before I made any decisions so like Gene, your situation you quit your job and you didn't right i was Go the one back. carrying the insurance so. you didn't you stayed at home with your kids you already had a job lined up but you didn't have to worry about that but i had to worry about all of that stuff so those are the decks that i got into in a mm-hmm. row and then i had to get i asked for um an offer letter so that i knew like okay if i quit this job is mine and there's no one else applying for it um, that they're not going to give it away to someone so that I'm not in a situation where both jobs are gone. Mm-hmm. So those are some things that I would highly recommend anyone quitting to get in a row, get your ducks in a row. I feel like when you had your last transition, Jenna, wasn't it
2: similar? You had to
3: mm-hmm.
2: figure out what the structure would look like for insurance. and mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
3: Quitting a job during a pandemic and not having insurance for a little while.
0: Yikes. Was yeah.
3: Was, you know, and you're only having Cobra, <laughs> which uh-huh. covers nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it, it was. And I'm always the one that carries because um, typically the benefits I get through whatever exchange, whatever school district has, is going to be better than whatever Joe Schmoe Public can get. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean it's awesome. But, um, yeah, I'm typically the one that carries the insurance and you're right, you have to get all but I don't I don't have to usually worry about retirement and all of that because it's public to public school mm-hmm. you know it's all Percy um which is a public employee mm-hmm. retirement system um so yeah that's not that wasn't a big deal but yeah you're right you I needed to have no I needed to know that I was gonna have a contract the next year mm-hmm. um, and I needed to know that um. Everything was going to be covered, and it it was not clear for the longest time because everything was up in the air. I hated sitting in that that weird, icky feeling between two jobs. Yeah. it's not. I mean, you when you quit a job, you you know, unless you really have something lined up that you're just going to switch right into, it it can feel very. I felt very anxious for the longest time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of questions you don't know about, and especially in the in the pandemic last year, I didn't know at all. Yeah, what anything was going to look like. We didn't know. I mean, I didn't know what kind of system I would be teaching on. I didn't know what kind of grading system I didn't know. I mean, I could prepare as much as possible, but I couldn't prepare anything at all. Mm -hmm. So isn't it so good to know, like, now that we've
2: been through that pandemic unknown? I mean, we can kind of do anything.
1: Guess, <laughs> no, like Guess I what? There's still a pandemic and there's still a lot. <laughs> no, no. But I
2: mean, like, it's never going to be as bad as that.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Like, in,
2: especially in your teaching career. Like, don't tempt the universe. <laughs> I know. Yeah,
1: I'm cringing over here. No. I don't know. Like, that was. It's never going to be I just be as wanted bad. to validate.
2: Like, that was a crazy hard experience yeah. to go through as a teacher. Because teachers were going through everything. And then to switch jobs in the midst of it is just like another layer of just insanity that you had to
3: shoulder this past year. I cannot, I mean, I cannot believe what we carried as teachers mm-hmm. and what we still carry. Yeah. Um, you know, I, all my kids are face to face now and I could not believe the weight I felt lifted off of me, not having two classes going on at the same time, mm-hmm. one at home and one in the classroom. It was basically working two jobs at the same time all the time. Plus the kids in isolation, plus all of the things, you know, the prepping of the classroom, cleaning everything up. And I, I just did not realize just how I was functioning at a very low level all the time. Cause it was just really hard. And now that I have them all in my class, I'm like, this is what it's like to have one job at a time. This is so <laughs> nice. <laughs> my God, This is the easiest job I've ever it, had. It feels so weird and good at the same time. So, I mean, I know we're capable of doing a lot of things, but if they ask me to do anything like this in the next coming years, I don't think I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just so hard.
2: Yeah. Um, here's fast tip. If you need to quit a job, Um, because you said
1: get both your middle fingers out (laughs) out.
2: no it was so funny because I quit and then I had no idea what I was going to do and we had no plan to make up my income and I got a wild hair at my butt and I was like I'm going to drive for Uber and so I just signed up for all the driving things and I drove people home from bars for probably a year also this was before the pandemic yes which was perfect (laughs) I wouldn't want to do it then Um, but it was like the coolest just to be like there are so many gigs out there to get you by. <laughs> and it I mean, I've totally privileged that I have a car and I live in the suburbs and um but it was like this fear of like what would I do if I didn't have this job was like, "Oh, you know what? Life goes on. The world is still turning. I'm going to figure it out." And there was a lot of personal growth in that experience to be like, "Fuck, do you know that I can make as much money driving? Because guess what? I'm fun and people tip me well. (laughs) And so like comparing that to like managing a group of people and being like, wow, how can it be that I am in a few nights a week making this much money? And it was like, so just mind boggling that like, that was such a short term of my life where I was driving, but it was, man, it filled me up. It was fun. It was easy. There was no commitment after like managing a business for 12 years I was so happy
1: oh this is something that we didn't talk about can we talk about it really quick when you quit a job are you actually quitting because that's something that I struggled with when I quit Mm, am I a quitter am I gonna label myself as a quitter when I quit being a loan officer to go into another aspect not only am I quitting my job but I'm quitting what I'm doing and that whole thing of Am I a quitter? Am I giving up on this? Like, am I not giving this the full chance? And do I find my identity in this? Yeah. Am I a quitter? No.
3: Don't give yourself that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's okay. It's human. Like, isn't there statistics out there? Like, people have seven careers in their life. It's okay to try something new. You're not a quitter. It's not like you were terrible at that the one thing, and you sh- you shifted to something new because you're gonna be terrible at th- terrible at that new thing. no no you're just you're just trying you're you're doing something else.
1: Don't yeah. do it, don't give yourself that. don't do it. <laughs> well, I know I'm not the only one that like has thought that mm-hmm.
3: no, and I think I think it's probably a very toxic thought we can all have. It's like, oh, I just couldn't make it. I'm a quitter. no, that you just needed to move on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah anyway yeah but I'm
2: sure you were not alone in feeling that yeah.
1: yeah it's true it was something that I really had to think about really hard and when I quit my sales manager came in and he was like he walked into my office when I was clearing it out I mean he's so super nice and he's like um Steph you were just sneaking out and I started crying and I covered my face and I was like, I can't look at you right now. And he's like, do you want me to leave? And I was like, no, I want you to come give me a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love you. And he is not the hugging guy. He's like, what you picture in like a basketball coach of like run harder, play harder, like do this. I'm training you to be better. Like he is a trainer to make someone better. And that's exactly what his role was with me. And he was like, well, I just can't help but thinking that if I would have had, if I would have done a better job as your sales manager, you wouldn't have left. And I was like, it's not that at all. I promise, it's not that. So my quitting and me feeling like a quitter also made him feel like he wasn't doing a good enough job. And I was like, shoot. <laughs> but he can own that. He's a big boy. Yes, he can own that. Mm-hmm. And where I brought him like a really nice bottle of wine. And I said, Thank <laughs> you. But you're on the wine. It's not you. It's me. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's not it was me. It's
1: me. there's a whole lot in that,
0: like quitting yeah there's a lot of feelings caught up in it yeah so here's a here's a here's a final wait does anybody have anything else no i don't think so okay so here's like a final question on that note because i love it if you found yourself like deciding i'm gonna quit i'm gonna not be a teacher i'm gonna not be in this industry i'm gonna quit school i'm gonna you know quit my okay you quit your job you have to do something to get by and it's going to be fun. It's going to you don't have to just pretend, you don't have to worry about like insurance, all the things. Like I it's know just mine. it's just the fun mm-hmm. something to get by. It's not just a what job would you do for one day that we've right. already talked about, but like something that you you do for like you're not, do you're for, not like, setting a, up a career. No, but like kind of a transition period. You might be mm-hmm. doing it for a year. Yeah. What what where would you go? What would you do?
1: This isn't like my
0: dream job. No. It's just a damn No. I mean, yeah. it can be if it is <laughs> your mean, dream job. Cause I'm gonna tell you what, mine is go. I would go work at fucking Taco Bell.
2: Yes! <laughs> my my One of my sons also loves Taco Bell just as, yes. as Karen loves Taco Bell. Yes, and he's always like, I guess that has to be my first job. Cause like, what else am I gonna do? Yeah. Go work somewhere else and spend
0: all my money at Taco Bell? That doesn't make no, any sense. Go work at Taco Bell, eat <laughs> <So>. for free. <gasps> yes, and then make some money, and yes. you know. Do what you got to do until love you get it, the next job. I'm going to work at Taco Bell. I we'll do love Bell. a double-decker taco. Mm. Oh, I love so many things. Mm-hmm.
3: I know. I would actually try a really good pain job that I'd probably be terrible at. And I'd come home exhausted and like hate everything about life. But it would be good pain. And I would go into
0: construction. Ooh, mm. yeah. Oh, I've thought about that. Like just holding the stop sign in yeah, the that, road. That would work. I would totally mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Just for a, a season. I don't want to do it for who thirty did that years. Through college yeah, every summer,
2: because like, they hire a lot yeah. more people for road work. That's so really summer. good
0: pay because it's dangerous. And, and it's, it's, hard. it's hard, cancer, hard work. But for hot. one year,
2: I mean, probably yeah. not going to get skin yeah. cancer in
0: one year. I mean, wear lots of protective clothing and SPF, and you'll be fine. Yeah. I, I would totally. I love it's that. A good one. That's. I forgot about that one, but that is totally it makes on my really list. Really good
3: money. Yeah. I mean, you need a shovel. Like anyone can dig. But like your body's gonna hurt. Yeah. But it's just for a season. Yeah. I'm actually getting really in shape, so maybe yeah. that'll be my summer job. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Well, it's like the time I sandblasted log cabins. I was in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Actually, this summer I was thinking about writing some kids' books and putting Ooh. them on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Just as a, a side gig.
0: Just Jenna, because do Because it would be fun.
3: Too. They make a. I mean, you make a lot of passive income by writing books. Yes. Kids' books. Especially if it's something. Hey, academic. I know an artist
2: that could. Oh wait, that's you. <laughs> yeah, written and illustrated.
3: Mm-hmm. Boom mm-hmm. and translated. And translated could be Ooh, bilingual. I just got chills, yeah. girl. It'd mm-hmm. be You're fun.
2: Multiplying.
3: Quit your job. Do that. And, and maybe it turn into something where I make more money doing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. All
1: you have to yeah. do is pick a cute animal mm-hmm. like a llama and put it in some red pajamas
0: <laughs> and you're done and then Ludacris wraps it and then you become <laughs> you're famous. even more famous
1: shit i gotta call Ludacris later <laughs> okay if mine has to be something i haven't done and i have done barista-ing uh-huh. i'd work in a nursery not a baby nursery a plant nursery Ooh, yes. yes
3: good yeah. idea i've done that before it's hard work carrying those trays around my arms were solid there you go
2: Yeah, I like a good short-term job that gets you buff. It's nice when it's like, this is a busy job, the day goes by fast, and at the end of the day I'm born out, and oh look, my arms are harder than they've
1: ever been. I don't know about you, but like doing all this with the things and the coffee, my arms
0: were buff. You go like this and you tamp it. I think it's because, I think because you're shorter. I know. So I your say, arms have to be up you higher. Guess, you were working yeah. the the out rest harder. Of I, was I was in lazy mode. Oh yeah, yeah, I was It's so true.
2: It's, <laughs> it's height reflective.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing it and people would look at my arms when I would wear like tank tops and they're like, damn, your arms look good. And I was like, I know. I'm <laughs> <take> coffee, <laughs> by
3: You're like, have to work up here. <laughs> I guess this I is why. I would be a carny. <laughs> oh! <laughs>
2: Oh, I would Jean. make. be so good. I
3: would make cotton
2: candy, oh. and I would let people on rides. What ride? What oh, ride would you I do? Ferris it. wheel, hundred percent. I'm gonna I buckle you different. in, and I'm gonna say you're gonna be so safe. Have fun on every single person I buckled in. Oh my god, I would so be perfect. a goddamn carny. <laughs>
1: You wouldn't want to do like the zipper or something scary and Mm-mm. be like, good luck. No, I don't want you to you get puked,
2: puked on? on. Yes. I don't want to get puked on. The Ferris wheel is like romantic for like some people. And then it's like suit. It's like the first scary high ride you go on when you're little. It's it like be, our,
0: it's our family tradition. We yes. do it. It's the last thing we do when we go to the fair every year. It's yeah, like, it's just okay, like, we got to do it. Oh, it's time. We got to do the Ferris wheel. It's like romantic it in all the ways. Sunset. Like you're up top. And yeah, I love it. Yes. Have
1: you been to the Santa Monica Pier? Yeah, the
2: Ferris wheel, dude. dude it's like not—you don't get buckled in. It's just a little—it's like a pod that you're in, but yeah. it's not a very secure pod. So, I don't I get buckled in at the one
0: at the no, Western Idaho Fair. No, no, but, you're, but you sit in a chair. This one's like an open. No, no, no. The one, the big one at the Idaho Fair. Mm, it's that. literally like a round bench. Oh, okay. And there's no buckles. So that's exactly. And, like and you Monica. can just sit. I mean, you're supposed to stay seated, but we yeah. always like swap seats because mm-hmm. we take pictures, like different selfies with different family members. Yeah. So we're always like hopping around and moving yes. in it, and it's. Well, like, that's how
2: it is on the pier too, because you're yeah. like,
0: you want to get one with the ocean in the background, you want to get one with the city in the background, yeah. you yeah. want to get. One. it's yeah.
2: so
1: cool and you're over the freaking yeah, ocean so you're
2: on the pier which is already twice as high as the ferris wheel in the first place so when you get to the top and you look at the ocean you're like oh I'm my so
1: god that's so far
2: down!" <laughs> that was really fun talking about um our experiences in quitting yeah and we'd love to hear any silly stories you guys have if you want to post them on insta
0: if anybody got on the loudspeaker overhead everybody can hear it thing and did a big Fuck you, flip off moment. I really need to see it. Send or them hear about to Katie like, please. <laughs> but yeah, find us on the, the old Instagram. Talk to us on there. I have completely abandoned the perfect grid, and now you get about one post a week, just announcing the <laughs> episode. <laughs> just uh, let's so, just you tell know, you about the change in our lives. Tell it's us called a lot of shit on it's our plate. called. You know, no. You don't interact. I don't give you stuff to interact with. It's all your fault, <laughs> listeners. Your fault. It's not pretty anymore. It's your fault. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> it's still pretty. It's just not like, perfectly organized. Oh, it's like
2: vomit in my mouth, it's It, Karen, it's still pretty. It's pretty. If I was on Instagram, I would know
0: that it was pretty. Yeah. Where the hell have you been? She quit. She quit. Anywho. So yeah, find us on Instagram. Um, get on there and tell us about your best quitting experience or your worst quitting experience Mm -hmm. or anything you want to tell us. Because we're there. We're there for you. We are there for you. I'm not.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Except for Jean. She's never there.
0: Um, But thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 Adios.